Hello and welcome to Web3 Delight Podcast. My name is Tesha Teshanovic and I will be your host today. Web3 is not about technology. This is a social movement towards transparency, consensus, inclusiveness, ownership and openness. To that end, we'll explore different elements of Web3 with our guests and learn from their journeys. Pius, thanks for being a guest in our show. <laughs> it's it's a pleasure, I, I must say, um, because working with you guys, you brought into Nigeria what um, we'll say has not been the norm when it comes to Web3 events. Uh, you know, um, the, the, the magnitude of values that showed up and then having the privilege to co-host this event, to host this event alongside with you and Leke, it was more or less like something new coming into the surface of Lagos, Nigeria, and we had the opportunity to drive the program. It was a big one. It was a, it was a big one. Thanks a lot. And uh, we couldn't have done it without you, without Ileke, without all of these wonderful volunteers, without Rachel. It is you guys who made that event fabulous. So what are the impressions of the event uh, uh, a week after? What are the lessons that we can learn from it? Okay. Um, you know, this this happened to be one event that stood out in Lagos, Nigeria, amongst every blockchain event that's been happening. And one of the things that actually happened immediately after the Web3 Delight event was the fact that we had a series of crypto events that, you know, happened as well. And then some of the attendees, because one of the things the Web3 Delight actually did to people, some people in the crypto space, they barely actually come out for crypto events in Lagos. All right. So for some people, it was more or less like their first time showing up for some events. Or also for some others, they've been attending crypto events, but they've all they all they keep getting bored with platform presentations from big brands, established brands, and all of that. So showing up to the event, getting the magnitude of values that were being shared, actually, um, it was more or less like an eye opener for a whole lot of. Um, people who are in the blockchain space in Lagos, and then when they move to other events, you know, this now became more or less like um, the standard of what a crypto event should be like, and that's the Web3 event. All right, I remember coming from an event yesterday, um, and then I got to meet a whole lot of folks who came around for the Web3 event, and they were like, what are these guys doing? Did you see what happened in the Web3 Delight? You know, and most of the people, one of the beautiful things about the Web3 events, before it actually showed up, um, let me just give a very brief um, statistics of um, the Nigerian economy. Um, if you look at statistics of Nigerians on the blockchain, the rate at which we embrace the blockchain, the rate at which we transact and use the technology, you, if you look at statistics, it shows that there's massive adoption coming from Nigeria and also Africa. But one of the things that actually fueled this statistics behind the scene is the population market, the population we have in the country far outweighs the, um, the job opportunity or the job and labor markets in the country. So a whole lot of young people, which makes up the, the larger portion of the population, they have always looked for alternatives. So when the crypto, um, when the blockchain technology came into the space with the Web3 opportunities and, and all of that, they saw an opportunity for them to actually, you know, earn. 
So one of the things the event actually did was the fact that it drove into Nigerians um, the, 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 the right mentality they should have when it comes to the Web3. Nigeria is more or less like a consuming nation. Every other nation produces and we, and, we, and we enjoy from what they produce. We don't produce. We are not a crea creation economy or a creating economy. But the Web3 Delight event, one of the things I actually had to do was the fact that I, um, I had to um, speak to some of the community uh, members who actually showed up because various communities showed up um, during the day of the event. And I had the opportunity of, you know, most of them happened to be my friend before the event. So after the event, I just wanted to do more or less like a survey. I was like, what's up? How did you actually see the event? And a whole lot of them had just this one thing on their lips. These, these were people who were, who were just taking advantage of decentralized applications and exchanges for profit. But immediately after the event, one of the things I found out was the fact that some of them started talking to me about some challenges on the Web3 space that they would like to solve. You know, I, hear, I started hearing some of them talk about, okay, there's an issue about identity. You know, how can we solve identity issue? Because one of the values that we're being driven in the Web3 Delight is the fact that we can become part of the creative economy on the Web3 space. And a whole lot of people started integrating to creating um, solutions on the Web3. And that was, that was one, one of the peak moments of, of the event for us. And even um, we actually saw it during the business pitch, the idea pitch, it was, it was just awesome. You know, so that stirred people up to start thinking in the light of creation, you know, in creating things on the Web3 platform. The event, you know, is one event that a whole lot of Lagosians and people who actually attended have not actually recovered from. And for me, it's more or less like a big privilege, you know, to be part of that success. Thanks, Pius. But uh, how do we move on from this? What needs to be done in order to inspire these very talented young African professionals to build their own products, to start their own thing? Okay. I, I feel um, in my suggestion, um, you know, when, when, when events like this get organized, one of the ways to help inspire people in, in a long-term basis is consistency. All right. Yes, um, most people who actually attended, they were inspired to build, they were inspired to take actions in line with the things they actually learned. But um, for some people, like I said, they actually don't have the environment that will keep encouraging them to create. Okay. Most of the, most of the, um, the, the predominant thought we have here is use, use, okay, um, consume. So, I feel if um, the Web3 Delight will have to actually come in, we can actually have uh, more or less like an online um, training or workshop, all right, that can hold at different intervals within the year. It can be uh, monthly, it can be um, quarterly, you know, just to ensure that we help these young people, we help all of these um, um, creators sustain their passion because it's easy to light up a fire because what Web3 actually did was the fact that they lighted up a fire in the heart of the creative economy, you know, of Nigerian blockchain developers and creators. And for us to sustain this, we have to consistently, you know, consistently expose them 
to the very reason and essence why they should keep doing what they do. It's not, it's not, we know that the journey and the process could be very tough. It could be challenging. But when you have someone who holds you by the hands and tell you, this is possible, you've started it, we're here to see you make this thing big all the way. It's, it's more or less like a consolation because everything big actually thrives with collaboration and then an environment that seeks your advancement. And that's what Web3 actually proved to us that it came to do. And I feel um, that's, that step could actually help sustain this fire in the heart of all of the young people who actually showed up for the Web3 Delight event. Yeah, that's a really great message. So do you think that Africa is the future of Web3? Sure, sure. Um, for Africa, um, you know, when it comes to um, um, the global view of Africa, you know, um, well, <laughs> Africa, Africa has got so much resources, you know, which everyone and every continent around the world could attest to, you know. And for the fact that we're seeing massive adoption on the blockchain and on the Web3 space from Africa, it shows us that Africans are willing to take the bull by the horn. And this time around, we are not just here to consume. We are here to also make an impact because one of the things we see in the African space is talent we've got the talent we've got the technical talent we've got the creative talent and all of this talent um if you if you actually look at um how how much africans are actually doing across the world africans are raising talent that when most of these guys from the other part of the world get to see they want to bring them over all right. We understand that the, the, the economy and then the utilities, the facilities needed to scale most times might not be in the continent, but we have the talent to build. And Africa, we see Africa has championing most of the big movement that will be happening on the Web3 space. You know, yes, I do. That's really great to hear. So basically what needs to be done so, somehow the human capital of the youth in africa needs to be activated because it will be a driving force of the development yes yes sure sure um all the things that will actually lead to um, the driving force for um, these moves is first of all one of the things i always say is the fact that if africa is going to be great it has to be supported by africans if we have to build, Africans will have to build with Africans to actually do great stuff across the world. You know, so yes, it's great what 3 Delight actually showed up. And then one of the things what 3 Delight actually helped us do, to do was the fact that it helps us see the fact that Africans will have to start collaborating even much more because no other continent will come to your continent to help you build in a way that it will far outshine what they have to offer. So if Africans will have to be on the map of the Web3 space, Africans need to put resources together. Africans would have to stop the, um, the um, should, should I call it the um, sole ownership mentality of I am the one who created this, I am the one, and start collaborating, joining force together, collaborating even much more, putting resources together, and then doing something amazingly great because we have all it takes. We have all it takes. We've got the expertise. 
um, we can get these facilities, we can build that enabling environment that could help Africans thrive on the blockchain space in a big way. Yes, those are very inspiring words. And the key to it is the power of the community. What Nigeria has and what a lot of the even uh, economically bigger countries than Nigeria don't have is uh, the Web3 communities that are living. Everyone can learn from Nigeria on that. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and if you look at what actually happened in the Web3 event, communities where one of the people who actually made this happen, all right, we spoke to some communities and they troop into the event venue in their numbers. You know, we've been able to actually build very strong Web3 communities, you know, in Africa, in Nigeria. And these are some of the things that's actually helping us thrive. That's helping us thrive even much more. Thanks, Pius, for being part of our podcast and looking forward to the future collaboration and the news regarding the Web3 Delight journey. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I'm also looking at all the potentials that will be coming out from the Web3 event course. The way you can actually reach the success of an event is by the results the attendees are being able to produce. So we are so, so get up, looking forward to all of the beautiful inventions, innovations, you know, creative content that will be coming up um, from all of the participants, those who were able to participate online as well, you know, in the coming days, weeks, and months ahead. Thanks, Pius. Thank you so much. <laughs>